0: Betty.
1: Betty.
0: Oh, oh, there you are. Wow. Okay. Uh, Betty.
1: That was so funny. I was so saying, Betty. I was saying yeah. it for so long, and then I was like, oh. No, yeah, I, I
0: was, I was trying, but now I'm Betty. Now you're Betty. Yeah, I'm so Betty too. And this movie is so good.
1: Okay, so. Ah, nine point five. At least.
0: I'm already like, we should just say keep your suit on nine point five.
1: Yeah, keep your suit on nine point five. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's because there's there's no flaws, so
1: I know it's it's really hard. So this movie,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: we the last time we watched it, um, Black Christmas, for you know special slashers and suits holiday episode. Oh, yeah. We spent probably like an hour afterwards just like (laughs) still mesmerized. Oh, we were in
0: a trance.
1: Yeah. After the movie ended. And I didn't know. I was speechless. I didn't know what to do with myself. I was. um, I love it.
0: I woke up thinking about it. I was very impacted by it. It was probably the best viewing of it I've ever had.
1: Yeah, same for sure. I loved
0: every second. It's one of the few movies that I loved every single second. Of. Oh,
1: it's so, so like,
0: good. It's crazy that we're, we're praising it this highly before we even press play.
1: I know. Oops.
0: Because it, it, it is worthy of that, though.
1: I know um, it is.
0: Black um. Christmas... And also, uh, you know, one of the things that we were discussing yesterday, too, was this is a Canadian film.
1: Right, okay, so welcome to Canada. We're going to be spending (laughs) quite a while here.
0: Welcome to Canada, and I had forgotten that, and I think you did too.
1: Yeah, I did.
0: Yeah, Um, we had completely forgotten.
1: Forgotten it was from Canada. Also, uh, I completely forgot about the, for me, unbeatable cast, uh, unbeatable. I was like, where do I know her from? Okay, so leading ladies, uh, Juliet. Yes, yes. Do it, Juliet. <laughs> Juliet <laughs> and Lois Lane.
0: Lois Lane.
1: Lois Lane. I mean, oh, and John Saxon. I mean, come on.
0: Okay, John Saxon in the best role that he plays, which is as a sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> it is so perfect. We oh. had a very, very good experience. I am so incredibly excited to watch this again. Me too. I'm excited to watch this about 87 more times. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh. Especially <laughs> because the holidays are here.
1: Yes, exactly. So 1974, I don't know why... I had completely forgotten how amazing it is.
0: <laughs> I forgot too. So I, shame on us both.
1: Yeah, shame on us both.
0: Because us both. this
1: movie has it this movie has everything. It to me, and we'll get into it, but I kind of think uh this might be my new favorite final girl. Uh, yeah. I also think it is extremely influential to uh all of the iconic slashers uh that came later.
0: One hundred percent. Um this movie is clearly the ultimate proto slasher
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it is very safe to say before we even press play that if this movie had never existed, we would not have the slasher genre.
1: I, I absolutely agree. I mean And it's every second. It's every second.
0: It's every second. We would not even have Halloween if this movie hadn't have been made. I think so. This was the the original holiday horror movie, right, where there's just all of these wonderful things going on, the introduction of at least a beta form of some tropes. Yes. And uh, we're going to have a damn good time, so... Without further ado, do
1: <laughs> get
0: it. Let's get it. Black Christmas.
1: Oh my goodness. Oh, and you didn't even want to watch it. I have to point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. I tried to. Uh, I tried to convince you to to cover To All a Good Night instead of this
1: movie. It's true.
0: Which we'll cover next year, but yeah. For now, this is the ultimate Christmas movie. It is much better than To All a Good Night. <laughs> <laughs> In every possible way.
1: That's so funny.
0: So uh, you know, I'm decking the halls. Okay. I'm making the ornaments. Yeah. My bells are jingling.
1: I love it. Did you get the picture? So I, uh, I've been decorating. I have, let's see, I've, I have the little mini uh, whiskey bottle that we'll see why in a minute. Uh, I put out some Santa mugs. And a stocking for this yeah. movie.
0: So. That was perfect, too. I absolutely loved it.
1: So we'll post I that picture it. as well. All yeah. right. I'm at one second. Where are you? Happy
0: holidays. I am at eight seconds.
1: Eight seconds. Okay, I on. know.
0: I was cheating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: That's how excited I am.
1: I know. I can't even. Okay. Three, two, one, play. Oh, already. Right See, off the bat. This is what I'm talking about. Look at vibe. this title
0: card. It is so good. Credits roll. Okay. We we've got the house, we've got the the nice uh, wide frontal shot of this dormitory here.
1: It's Christmas so light. Good. And it's it's already kind of uh, darker, but it's beautiful. Oh my goodness.
0: And look, they've they've got a few Christmas trees. By the time you're mm. listening to this, it will be it will be Christmas, uh, probably Christmas Day, in fact. So, I think so. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody,
1: yay! And
0: uh, especially Merry Black Christmas.
1: Merry Black Christmas.
0: So here That's we hilarious. go. We have a, a, there was a figure walking across the screen just now. Did you see him?
1: I just saw that.
0: Did you notice that? So that was the first time that I noticed that.
1: Same. In a Produced second. Produced
0: and directed by Bob Clark.
1: Oh man, I completely forgot about Saxon though, last time.
0: Okay, so look, this is a sorority house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We've got confirmation here. We've got the Greek letters. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got jingle bells. Instantly takes us into the vibe. We've got wreaths. I love wreaths.
1: Uh, me too. And I There's love. There's something about a wreath. See, look how quickly though we go from the like amazing um, lights and everything's cheerful and the music to POV.
0: The OV shots, folks. Here we go. Uh,
1: heavy breathing. Assuming this is not the person we want over for Christmas.
0: Yeah, I think I think we're officially in the eyes of a killer mm-hmm. shot now.
1: Oh, that's so good. So this is, for me, <laughs> uh, one of the creepiest um Killers. I just... The sounds in this movie are going to get intense.
0: So this killer is 100% deranged. Yeah. 100% deranged. Um, and also, it's worth noting that there are no redeeming qualities. Right. Which we often find in... And and this is going to be big here. So in an actual slasher movie, right. we find redeeming qualities. We find a layer of complication. Right. Um, there's some sort of... Trauma. There's some sort of ubiquitous past event that the killer has dealt with. Not here. This is a straight up horror movie, and this killer is just some dude, and he's uh, kind of a piece of shit.
1: <laughs> well, and something must have happened, but we don't know because of what uh, he says over, you know, over the time. But
0: uh. oh yeah. But
1: w- there's no exploration though.
0: And check out this dude here. Okay, so we out. have
1: our cast. <laughs> We're introduced, uh, to our, yeah, to our sorority girls, to their boyfriends. Um, immediately we see Lois Lane, we've got our Juliet. Do not remember their actual names, because this is just what I'm going to call them. Caller girl, and, you know, the crazy lady.
0: <laughs> the crazy lady, I like that.
1: Because she does an awesome job. Um, okay, look at this. <laughs> so we, get, we go from this nice fire and the guy with the fro, the amazing fro, and the amazing laughing and drinking and having a good time to this really, this guy, POV, he's climbing into the upstairs attic window, and it's so creepy already. There are old toys and... Like an old merry-go-round horse covered in cobwebs and dust.
0: Hey, Uh so we've established that the killer is in the house. Yeah. He's in the house, and He's... he's gonna be here the whole movie.
1: He's now in the house. Oh, rocking chair. Okay, so I didn't notice this last time. Uh, climbing from the attic already. Using the ladder to climb down into the one of the floors. Hey.
0: Hey, I just noticed that too. Okay, good observation.
1: And okay, look at this house. Look at the colors. I love the 70s decor. Everything is incredible. (laughs) Like this, you know, kind of dark orange color for no reason. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, lots of floral prints, lots of um, psychedelic posters mixed with some just wholesome potted plants.
0: <laughs> yeah, floral prints. Um, that is my nickname for Perfect. the record. And everything is is pretty ornate. Shout out to our brother Nate. Oh, amazing! All right, so we have established our group here. We've got a sorority. They're large and in charge. They're high-ranking members of this uh, very pretentious college. We don't know which college exactly, but we believe that it's somewhere in Toronto.
1: Yes. Oh, it's gorgeous, but everyone is... uh, everyone's got a little bit of a tood going on.
0: Everyone has a tood.
1: And they're clearly under a lot of pressure, but yeah, they... they're they're a bit full of themselves, so. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say (laughs) that fur coat.
0: Oh, that fur coat is completely out of this world.
1: So, I think that fur coat shows up again.
0: Hey, Falcor, first appearance (laughs) of the, uh, one of the two mascots of uh,
1: slashes and suits here ooh okay this is perfect so the killer we assume is now calling and caller girl picks up and we just get the sounds being made from the other side and all the sorority girls are gathered around in a circle listening to this and it's really creepy it's just garbled nonsense
0: yeah yeah Yeah, this is really great stuff. And the girl holding the phone, too, uh, she has a huge yellow collared shirt. So we call her Collar.
1: We call her Collar. She's the Collar, listening to the Collar. She's the Collar,
0: listening (laughs) to the (laughs) Collar.
1: And uh, I'm calling it. I'm going to say she's in some final girl attire.
0: Hey, good call.
1: And there's snorting. going on. It's an obscene phone call. Little piggy, little piggy.
0: (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Some extremely colorful language happening. Um, Yeah, this is a prank call for the ages, and uh, certainly nothing we would ever see in a film today.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: It's highly effective and uh, it's, it's sort of freaking everyone out. And and also let's talk about the green rotary phone here.
1: Yes, I love it. Okay. I love the slow pan though, where we get to see all of these girls. Slow pan on their faces. So it's like th- these are our these are our girls for the movie. And how
0: about the omnipresence of cigarettes too? Boo. Like that's another thing, you know. It, it calms down a little bit in the 80s, but this is the early 70s. Everyone smokes.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone's got whiskey in one hand and a cigarette in the other.
0: Whiskey and cigarettes. We are in
1: 1974. I love it. Um, the female Shelly.
0: <laughs> hey, the female Shelly. Shout out so, to uh, Friday the 13th 3, our boy Shelly.
1: Yes, and this girl here, she's got that those amazing curls and the glasses, I just love it.
0: Those are pretty amazing curls.
1: Um, yeah, it's just like a hat of curls. <laughs> 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 All right, first instance, we've got one of our girls uh, separating herself from the group and going mm-hmm. upstairs alone. And her name is Clara. I love this dynamic. So, um, the crazy girl and, you know, who I'm calling the final girl, I'm calling it with her calling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They have a nice back and forth because crazy girl's a little bit, uh, she's like a rebel.
0: Well, that's the thing. People here at the pod, they, they know when we identify a girl in a collared shirt. That's who we call our final girl. You know, they've been rolling with us now for a long time. Like three episodes.
1: But so. I forgot that, that that that's what she was wearing in 1974. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying. Influential. It really was. So now we're upstairs with Clara, she's alone. She's going into the closet and this is one of the creepiest moments of anything for me. Uh we've got our killer behind plastic, a plastic bag. Like a He's right there. bag. <laughs> and it's just his face behind plastic and I think he's the one meowing like a cat.
0: Oh, he's definitely meowing and lo- look at this duality here as far as the art you you have this super pretentious, well-to-do uppity college, and then they've got like sunflower finger paintings and
1: yeah, and a bunch of zodiac signs yeah. all over. So um, they're doing the hippie thing. Yeah, they're they're totally in that acid trip vibe. I mean, look at that huge orange fluff ball that I just noticed
0: on her head. I was bed. gonna say, I was gonna say, is that a Sesame Street character?
1: I think it is. What is going on with it? Look at the mustache on it. Yeah, it's demented.
0: Okay, so we have a six-foot tomato <laughs> with a mustache.
1: It's so true. Oh, oh, look at this. Okay.
0: Welcome to slashers and suits. Six-foot tomatoes with mustaches. First kill. Kill number one. Okay.
1: And it was.
0: Do we have a name on her, or are we call? Clara. Her... Oh, I think
1: her name is, is Clara. Okay. And she was killed with the plastic bag that he was hiding behind.
0: Plastic bag suffocation. So, alright, now we are formally introduced to one of the greatest okay. characters in this film, Mrs. Mack.
1: Mrs. Mack!
0: Mrs. Mack, and she is the landlady here at the dormitory. Uh, and she's, she's very hip especially for her age, and she actually parties with her tenants. She par- parties with the students.
1: And she's so eccentric. I love her. She's She's got these great, just a great getup. very bright clothing. She's got a nice um, hat. Uh, you have a name for that.
0: I call her Pompeii.
1: <laughs> yes, you call her Pompeii.
0: Her name is Pompeii to me. I actually thought that that hat was her natural hair. <laughs> and
1: so funny. because in
0: me. I just like, loved it.
1: It's like green with a, with a ring of fur. I love that you thought I that was know, her hair. I
0: know. I thought it was the, all the rage oh in town. God. I thought it was the new thing.
1: Yeah, so we call her Pompeii. Pompeii. Um, but
0: she,
1: she likes sherry. Okay, look at this. She's look at, She has... Sherry inside of a book where the pages are cut out in the shape of her yeah. bottle.
0: And, it, and it's one of those uh, <laughs> hyper-intellectual books that she's hiding it in, too. It's like a, like a hardcover-bound key Tart Lives oh. or something like that.
1: <laughs> and look at the way she's like dancing as she drinks her Sherry.
0: So we really like her. We like Mrs. Mack. Yes. Um, she's wearing she... a muumuu. She is
1: wearing moo moo. She is our Miss Mary Mac.
0: Miss Mary Mac Mac Mac.
1: (laughs) Ooh, another phone call. Oh, and it's a fake out.
0: She really does have the curls.
1: She does. So our girl caller forgot her name again because
0: <laughs> I forgot her name too because
1: it just call, call her caller um, so call she's call talking her. to her boyfriend Peter on the phone so that was a, a good fake out where we thought it was gonna be um, the killer
0: hashtag caller caller
1: and I like her accent she's just she's an interesting character um, especially as far as final girls go she's complicated
0: Oh, very much so. She's got a lot going on. She's very uh, introverted. Yes. And she's got a very interesting mind.
1: And she's friendly. Like, she, she's concerned about the other girls. Um,
0: Most notably, though, she has the biggest collar that's ever been on a shirt.
1: Um, it's down to her elbows.
0: Like she's wearing a paper airplane on her neck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh look 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 we're back with Mrs. Mack
0: Mrs. Mack and her moo moo
1: So I don't know what is going on She's just the simple act Of brushing her teeth in the mirror The faces that she is making Are amazing She She is just so full of life
0: It's almost awkward How she eats up the screen Yeah Because she's actually more charismatic than everyone else
1: She really is Oh look at this She's got another
0: bottle of sherry inside of the toilet. Okay, so she has bottles of sherry everywhere in this house.
1: (laughs) She's she's rinsing it. She's rinsing out with it. Oh, gross. Oh, Her lines are just... She is so funny. I wouldn't have... I wouldn't wear this to have my liver out. So... Comic relief
0: in the form of Mrs. Mack. We've got a ton of it.
1: Oh, see? Ooh!
0: Ooh, look at this. Look at this freaky scene.
1: All right, so it cut from Oh, God. It cut from our caller girl knocking on Claire's door to Claire rocking in the rocking chair in the attic wearing the bag over her face just stuck her face is just stuck in this uh facial expression of terror
0: yes and that was the first time that we saw the body and then we have something very unique here we fade to a castle
1: Yeah, I don't know where they are, but it is beautiful.
0: Where is this castle? So we went from a body in a rocking chair to a castle.
1: I'm going to already say some of my favorite, if we're not talking, you know, woods, some of my favorite scenery.
0: Look at these cats. He has his spats on. He has his spats on. She's got her first coat.
1: Those are some hip cats walking in the background there.
0: And then our main dude here is, oh. is not hip.
1: Well, uh. he's a sweetie, though. So we've got this old guy kind of just standing around looking at his watch. We don't know why. Oh, but wait, we have to say, when Claire's rocking in the chair, there's a voice creepily singing a nursery rhyme. And it is one of, for me, the scariest moments of the movie. Oh, for sure. And that's a difference, I think, you know, between these, the 70s, like, proto uh, versus, like, slasher movies, is that this is actually terrifying at moments.
0: Oh, definitely. This is genuinely scary.
1: But it's so well done, and the actors are really acting. I mean, they're great.
0: Look at this. Okay. We've got Santa Claus.
1: We've got our fro in a Santa Claus costume and his lines. <laughs> he has. <laughs> there are kids all around him and he's cussing up a storm.
0: <laughs> oh, God. It's so much fun. Now, look at this. Look at this picture reel right here.
1: What is happening?
0: So they randomly included. Some pictures of an old woman flipping off the camera
1: <laughs>
0: they're clearly having fun with themselves uh as horror movies really love to
1: do uh, it is such a random placement where they because they slow pan on these pictures
0: so here, here's kind of a radical idea that i'll present to you mm-hmm. look behind him look at the uh Look at the picture behind him. Does that somewhat resemble Michael Myers?
1: Oh, my God, it does. What is that from?
0: I have no idea. We're going to have to close up on that later and put it in the show notes.
1: Show notes. But. uh... Oh, so the old man is now at the sorority. It's Claire's dad, and she was supposed to meet him but never turned up because she's upstairs in the attic.
0: Yeah, it's really sad.
1: And Mrs. Mack is just being perfect. Um,
0: <laughs> we love Mrs. Mack.
1: She's so funny. She's trying to hide this um, like rated R picture in Claire's room. And she's so funny. Oh, goodness. Oh, her dad finds it anyway it's such a peace, love, hippie poster.
0: Yeah, the classic dynamic is here too with the peace, love, sex, liberated, whatnot folks and their parents who are much more conservative and tightly wound. And Mrs. Mack is somewhere in the middle because she is of the older generation. However, her spirit is relatively free
1: um the way that she's talking to herself in the mirror right now drinking more sherry some some great lines
0: she loves her sherry
1: and she's just talking smack about the girls it's pretty funny
0: you know what okay we have to give her a theme song you know what her theme song is
1: remember
0: that doo-wop song sherry
1: yes it's sherry Sherry,
0: baby
1: (laughs) this is so her okay look at her right now she has one half of one lip with lipstick. <laughs> she, lo- she looks so uh, fascinating.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's basically ready to go to the casino.
1: Yes, she is. Um, the way that she's calling for her cat. Oh, cussing up a storm. She's, uh,
0: she's my favorite character in this film. Dare I say?
1: I love this clash between the kind of, the free spirit and Claire, oh god, Claire's dad. Mrs. The uptight, yeah. Versus
0: Mr. Harrison.
1: Oh my goodness, she just flipped him off. This is just amazing.
0: Look, he's a
1: gentleman there. Oh, yeah, but right upstairs, she's just in the rocking chair at it's so freaky. And That's she's really in the bad. window. Of the uh, second story, third story.
0: Yeah. And
1: oh, she's okay. going to be
0: in the window for a while now. Yes, she is.
1: So here we are in this, uh, the conservatory. Um, back with our collar. Because look. Look at that huge collar again. Thank you very much. Um, So we're back with Jess, her name is. And she's with Peter, her boyfriend, at his piano. And she's telling him that she's pregnant and she does not want to keep the baby.
0: Right. So this is uh, 1974 as hell here. They're sort of having a, a couple's argument about whether or not to have an abortion.
1: But and look getting, at her.
0: It's getting pretty tense.
1: And I want to throw that out there too, as far as final girls tropes and um, just some kind of misunderstandings about whether or right. not the girls, you know, have boyfriends or not. A lot of them actually do have boyfriends. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. In fact, most of them do. Most
1: of them do. Um, so just want to put that out there that... She right here is, uh, pretty independent and. Yeah,
0: uh, and let me add to that. Um, wh- whoever put it out there that the final girl is some sort of virginal nerdy stereotype, that is one hundred percent false. It couldn't be further from the truth. Every single one of the classic final girls is cool, strong, hip, multi-layered, and I mean. She's a woman.
1: Yeah. Many of, I mean, I think probably all of them except for Lori have boyfriends. Um, Yeah. But Lori has her Ben Tramer. (laughs)
0: Lori, oh, Lori definitely has Ben Tramer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but I just, that was an amazing scene for me because we get this, just, let's talk about the acoustics of the room for a second. (laughs) It's like, again, we're in this. Don't you love it? This hall that's just beautiful and it echoes and they're having this really deep conversation there and she's saying, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Okay. And then we cut to Jess at home again, answering the phone and it's the killer. It's the killer. Oh.
0: So lots uh, lots of use of the phone here. They've successfully turned the phone into a scary object.
1: This is great. What your mother and I must know is Billy! <laughs> I love it so much. It's so good. So, so obviously the killer is aware probably listening to all these different conversations um, and was super personal calling and saying where did you put the baby and obviously that's going to mean something to Jess. Uh, That's different from, you know, the others. (laughs) All right. Now we're with the cops. Um, And this
0: killer is hardcore, too. Oh, This killer is hardcore. These aren't, like, uh, typical silly phone pranks. These are, like, back in the day, you know, seriously grotesque, disturbing phone pranks.
1: Yeah, and he's just talking about someone named Agnes and Billy. And I want to say, because we were just talking about in our last episode why we used the term Billy as this radical term. You know, a lot of um, people named Billy in the 80s. I'm taking it back to 1974. Um, I'm going (laughs) to say fantastic use of Billy.
0: Fantastic. (laughs) <laughs> Fantastic, Billy, and more Mrs. Mack
1: more Mrs. Mack and AKA
0: Pompey,
1: Pompey. So something interesting on the phone. There's a dynamic with the voices. Jess is saying there's a woman and a man on the phone. So whoever it is is using different voices. And there's some kind of story there with a woman named Agnes and a boy named Billy. Yeah. And we never, I don't think we ever find out, but it's creepy.
0: Hey, so we're introduced to the law enforcement. Oh, yeah. This is very significant.
1: Yeah, he's an idiot.
0: This guy is 100% fool, and this would be a running theme throughout the entire slasher genre and actually horror movies as a whole.
1: Oh, the dynamic here with Lois Lane is perfection. She's just sassy as all get out. Mm Mhm. And just likes to pull some pranks on this cop. Um, Worth noting, though, all the girls are so concerned about Claire that they've and with his her, uh, her dad, they've all gone to the cops to report it.
0: And now look at this close up on the goalie mask.
1: Okay. So here's something else. What's happening right now?
0: Sean Cunningham, are you listening? There's a goalie mask in this movie, and it's prominently featured. Yes, it uh, is. Sean Cunningham, of course, the filmmaker who gave us Friday the 13th. and uh, of course last episode episode three here at the pod, we covered Friday the 13th part three where Jason found his mask, which was a goalie mask.
1: Such a fun one. Um, and I also I think uh, we went from FTT 3. To Black Christmas for a holiday episode, the difference was quite stark.
0: <laughs> quite stark,
1: <laughs> to say the least, and I think that contributed to uh, the fact that we were completely silent almost throughout the whole viewing of Black Christmas um, last time. Uh, oh, just I was yeah. declaring it the best movie ever made.
0: <laughs> our first, uh, our first viewing of this film, so we. Uh... Of course, we we watched this film offline, and uh, we declared it the best movie ever made. (laughs) (laughs) And there is some truth to that. However, we were also coming right off the heels of Friday the 13th Part 3, which uh, genuinely rubbed us the wrong way. However, we gave it a very fair rating. I think so. And I'm very proud of us for doing that, because we were able to sort of see the good in it. Of of which there is a lot.
1: I think so, too. Especially with Jason and his mask. Um, But it was just funny hopping to Black Christmas because I was just like, oh, new favorite, new favorite, everything.
0: Oh, yeah. We're like, uh, one minute we're sitting here struggling to say good things about a movie. And then the next minute we're plastered to our chairs (laughs) uh, on some Casablanca stuff over Uh, here. Like, wow. Every line, every scene... Yes. We love Black Christmas.
1: Oh my goodness. Okay, so noting Peter, uh, final girl, or caller at least, caller's boyfriend, what is going on with how he was playing the piano? We're assuming for some kind of test uh, because there were three men just judging him and he's like sweating and playing and I love the intensity, and they didn't have to include that, but it, it was an interesting moment.
0: It was perfect.
1: All right, um, fur coat is back.
0: Oh, we've got Mr. Fur Coat. Um, this uh, we've got some very realistic social dynamics here.
1: Oh, oh, we got some Canadian. Uh, he was taking your route. He was taking He was taking Claire route.
0: <laughs> hey. I'm all about it.
1: Amazing. So Claire's boyfriend, we think, is the one in the fur coat. He was also the one in the uh, hockey mask. So he's now joined the search.
0: Because Claire's missing. Yes. But she's in the house.
1: But she's in the house. It's so i love this setup there's something
0: oh but why does no one find her
1: well it's the attic why would she be in the attic
0: yeah i guess you're right
1: okay um crazy girl i love it all out of nowhere they're kind of back at the house eating dinner and she's talking about turtles she just has this explosion about turtles
0: about turtles about turtles
1: and she's pretty drunk smoking of course and uh, mrs mac and claire's father are here and she's just uh, she so just keeps going on about turtles
0: it's it's worth noting also that everyone who smokes in these movies is either smoking camels or marlboros Ooh more Americana in these films. There's, like, only a couple brands that are acceptable, right? They won't show it on screen unless it's Camel, Marlboro, Coors, Miller, Bud, Chevrolet,
1: Ford, Camel Scoop. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so she just... She's laughing hysterically at her own jokes about these turtles, and then... She just sits back down, and it's it's silent. Everything is just quiet for the longest pause.
0: <laughs> it's so, like,
1: what just happened?
0: How many years from now until she plays Lois Lane?
1: I think maybe.
0: Is it a s- solid ten?
1: I think it's maybe seven or eight. Okay. I don't remember. She's um,
0: showing some Lois Laneian traits.
1: Oh, she's amazing! I love her. And that's so funny because.
0: I do too. Um,
1: that's the other thing about this movie. You know, the, the girls here are just top notch.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: When I said Juliet, I meant <laughs> Juliet from Romeo and Juliet from the 60s. That's who our collar girl is.
0: Which was a great film.
1: Oh, so good. And it was so funny because we were, we were like, oh, she looks so familiar. And then it was pretty funny.
0: So lots of, uh, that's, that's another distinction here. When we get into the actual slasher era, we're going to be casting a bunch of no names. Right. We're going to be casting a bunch of brand new actors, essentially off the
1: streets.
0: Uh, but here this is 1974. This is not a slasher movie. This is a horror movie. It's right. a proto slasher. And uh
1: Proto because got some
0: big yeah. actors.
1: I'm seeing some I'm seeing a lot of tropes here that weren't tropes, but holy Moses, I can see some influence on a lot of movies that came after this.
0: Definitely.
1: Um, okay. So Peter we assume the test for his piano went very badly because he's now completely destroying the piano uh crushing it to bits
0: yeah this movie really conveys the morbidity of uh, collegiate pressure uh particularly back in this era and in the northeast where if you didn't get an A plus, you basically were worthless.
1: Oh man, I and love.
0: That, uh, of course, it's a broken culture, but it is it is very well on display here.
1: And so now I'm thinking that it it was very it's a good move to show Peter kind of snapping. It helps for uh, some later things that arise.
0: It really does.
1: Now that I think about it.
0: Okay, so look at this. We've got the search party now. And so, okay. Okay. This is, this is perfect. They're all looking for Claire.
1: But here's the thing. There's this other girl named Janice
0: mm-hmm.
1: who has disappeared as well. And so they're also looking for her. And I'm thinking that for some reason, we don't know why, Janice was a a victim uh, that led up to Claire.
0: You know, this is the first time I've thought that, but I can see it.
1: Because they're really close to the house. So Okay. they're in a park that's close to the sorority house. Yeah. And the killer from his POV was climbing into the house. So he wasn't in there to begin with. So maybe this was uh, something that happened on his way.
0: Note that it is snowing and that several members of the search party have ski masks.
1: And snowmobiles are super Extremely
0: notable. Um, oh, yeah,
1: ski mask.
0: Anytime you see a mask in one of these movies, you have to point it out. Because obviously in the 1980s, masked killers were the single most uh, commercially viable thing in movies.
1: Okay, look at Mrs. Mack. Hello, alligator. Don't be late.
0: <laughs> she's she's just wonderful. Like I would hang out with her.
1: She's just packing randomly, drinking more sherry and singing, for no reason. We just cut to some awesome Mrs. Mac. Yeah, you lose your leg, something.
0: <laughs> she loves her sherry too.
1: Oh, oh, she's.
0: I don't know that I've ever even tried sherry. I love sherry. Actually, I've had it one time, and it was too sweet for me.
1: Oh, that's perfect for me. I love it. Hello, alligator. That's catchy.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm missing it all day. (laughs) So, Mrs. Mac, uh, getting a bit worried. She is going off alone in the house to look for her missing cat. And... Uh, Miss Mary,
0: Matt, <laughs> Matt. Mm-hmm.
1: And she sees the stairs to the attic. Uh and I think she's going to I think she's going to climb them. I'm very scared for her.
0: Hey, she's going off alone.
1: That's what I'm saying. We've
0: entered our sequence.
1: Yes, we have.
0: I think we all know what's up now. Those of us here at the pod.
1: And I just want to say, you know, we're about 40 minutes in. Yeah. And so far only one, I mean, on-screen kill.
0: Very low body count here. 1974, very low body count.
1: But everything is creepy as hell
0: well they understand suspense yes suspense it's uh the most mystical concept in the horror film but when they get it right they get it right
1: (laughs) they treated it right
0: they treated it right
1: shout out to fdt (gasps) 4 okay so, Mac has discovered Claire's in the rocking chair. And the killer. Which, oof. You know
0: what that means, right? She has to go. If, oh, yeah. if she discovered a body, she has to go because we're 40 minutes in.
1: Ooh, oh, it was a cutaway.
0: It sure was. But. So, oh. all right. A very heavily censored kill scene just happened here uh, involving a hook it and...
1: scooped her up and she was just scooped, yeah. scooped up into the attic and all we saw were her legs but here's the thing about what I love about this movie that makes it creepier for me than seeing sometimes than seeing the kill on screen is that they linger on the sounds. It is so disturbing because they will just, you know, show the attic and just you hear Mrs. Mack for like a minute before they cut away.
0: Right. I love that too.
1: Um, um, oh God.
0: And here we go with our Alice in Wonderland sequence. We're down in the rabbit hole. There's lots of trippy visuals and sounds happening right now. For no other reason than because this is the movie Black Christmas. We've got a birdcage. Uh, they're shaking the camera around, trying to sort of throw us off of our sense of time and space.
1: And for some reason, that was the moment when I, when I declared it my favorite movie. Um, oh, I remember. Because he's rocking the chair with Claire in it, but the, it's the sounds. He's just... I love it.
0: It's incredible.
1: And we don't know why.
0: No, we don't know. the
1: freak out, the freak out moments are just epic. Oh, and the rocking chair is in the candlelight. Okay, so this is when I got confused the first time they we cut back to the snow outside of the the house this is when they find Janice the the little girl who's been killed mm-hmm. and this is kind of this is a side story um, and I think it's just to, to ramp up the worry about Claire
0: yeah that's really bad so but we don't see her we 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 don't see her and thank goodness for that um so this this movie is uh sort of doubling genres here it's a thriller in a way yes we've got a murder mystery happening that involves the entire town yes um, and we've also got some sort of issue here at the sorority house. And the issue with the sorority house is what would what would go on to spawn what we call slashers. But this other stuff, this is pure, like, 1970s thriller.
1: Which I love. I love, love, love um, incorporating some of these elements. I think, you know, aside from Halloween, I think Nightmare, I think Nightmare really, um, the first one especially, had some moments like this. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, when we get there, we had Freddy on the phone, didn't we?
0: Yeah, we did.
1: Nice. Callback, perhaps.
0: Um, a callback. A
1: callback. But I think Nightmare gets suspense uh, right as well.
0: Suspense is extremely important.
1: Um, alright, so we've got our final girl back in the house with her caller. And she answered another obscene phone call. And this is, okay, so the killer is obviously going through a lot of issues. He's saying, please help me. And then crying slash laughing. And we see, oh, hey, cut to boots. Hey look, there's someone walking down the stairs right behind her. And all we've seen is, all we've seen um, are the shoes.
0: Now, is this the killer?
1: Uh. it's not. Jump scare? (laughs) Nice. That's a perfect, oh, it's you moment, actually.
0: Oh, it's you. And look at this sweater. Look at the sweater here.
1: Canada kind of perfects the Oh, It's You.
0: Oh, it sure does. So I think they that at uh, Ontario State University.
1: Nice. I think we're going to have some Oh, It's You stickers uh, made for the podcast. Yeah. Because um, when we get to more Canada, it's, we always have these fake-out moments where we get scared and then it's someone we know.
0: And that's going to be so fun for us. I
1: love those.
0: Uh, And they they took that and they ran. Of course, this happened the very first time on Friday the 13th, um, where Steve Christie recognizes the killer. Yes. Because she's Pamela Voorhees. She's the cook at the camp. She's the cook. And so even though she's the killer in the movie, he doesn't suspect her. So he says, oh, it's you, and then she kills us.
1: I love it. This becomes
0: a great motif all through the Canadian slasher films in which the killer is always someone we know. We get a nice, oh, it's you moment. Yeah. And over the time, because we like to have fun, we've sort of shortened that to O-S-U. O-S-U. Three letters, baby. Three letters.
1: I love it. Well, and because Friday the 13th is, is kind of akin to, you know, this in that it's a whodunit.
0: And very few people remember that, which is interesting because there's still this assumption that Jason is the killer, right? Which is is ridiculous at this point because uh, we're we're failing to give credit to the the greatest uh, slasher killer of all time, Pamela, Pamela Voorhees.
1: And of course, as we um, talked about in the last episode, you, you need room for Jason. To grow, he's baby Jason, and then he's big baby, and then he's adult in FTT three.
0: He goes from BJ to BBJ to AJ.
1: See. Right. Okay, That's so. evolution.
0: We'll make one of those evolution charts.
1: Yeah. Show notes. Um. Okay. So. We're at- in a
0: very. Serious he scene again now.
1: Back with Jess and Peter. Now this is something I love about her. See, Peter is saying, uh, I'm just gonna drop out of school and we'll get married and you can have the baby and then that'll be that. Mm-hmm. And she is very delicately trying to explain that that's not what she wants. It's kind of amazing. And yeah, this is profound. It really is.
0: They're exploring a very delicate sub theme here, uh, revolving around the types of discussions that lead up to uh, decisions concerning abortion and uh, reasons why or why not.
1: Well, and even just marriage. The what, what she is saying right now, I think, is my favorite aspect of the final girl mentality. She is saying, you know, I still want, I still have my own ambitions and uh, I'm holding true to myself. Right. And uh, it's incredible. You know, for anyone to really um, dismiss horror movies, I mean, in this kind of vein, you cannot forget about these final girls.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Just, I mean, another teaching tool. I think we've, um. I think we established that Friday the 13th Part 3 was really, you know, a teaching tool for elementary students.
0: <laughs> I think so as well. I think it it should be required. <laughs> doing everywhere. So,
1: I think probably this one is another teaching tool for relationships for maybe high school?
0: Uh, definitely. I would I would uh, recommend this for health edu- education.
1: Yes, health education uh, teaching tool.
0: Yes, and then, so here, here we go with <laughs> John Saxon. Again, we've got oh. some more John Saxon, who we always love to see. Of course, the father in Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, very famously. And uh, he also played in enter the dragon nice enter the dragon with uh, bruce lee and jim kelly
1: i don't remember
0: uh very uh very seminal film jim kelly of course a uh a karate guy who our father trained
1: amazing
0: and that's why he's so cool
1: that is so cool Oh my goodness. Love,
0: uh, we we love all of these connections here.
1: Yes, we do. And they're just completely laughing at the buffoon that is the cop, the deputy.
0: (laughs) Yes, lots of, uh, classic, uh, sort of goofy police officer archetypes here. Horror movies absolutely love this stuff.
1: I love it too. (laughs) I know. Something dirty, ain't it? Oh, you know what is funny? I think Jess, as the proto kind of final girl, has some of that spunk I love in Nancy. And I think it's so funny that Saxon is in this one and Nightmare as well.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Ooh, we're back in the heavy conversation. Mm
0: hmm.
1: The Christmas tree looks amazing. What the heck is all over it? It looks like cobwebs. Cobwebs. (laughs) And the lighting is beautiful, by the way. Um, To talk about kind of that aspect of the movie, there are really pretty shots. I think it's great. Oh, okay, so Peter...
0: Peter, Peter is uh, very against the abortion and she's very for it.
1: Well, and she's for remaining independent and not just getting married because she's saying you wanted to be a concert pianist like, you know, what happened to that and. But now we have this ominous tone because he just walked out on her and said, you'll be very sorry. Mm -hmm. So that adds a kind of a new layer here and now officially Saxon and Jess are together in the house. Dynamic duo.
0: This is a great duo too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So they're gonna tap the phone to try to trace the calls that are coming in. Look at these. (laughs) Look at the patterns on the chairs. Just these... Uh, nothing matches. Everything is a different color. Something is floral. The other is plaid. It's an explosion. <laughs>
0: I, I'm i almost taken aback by the colors here. Yeah,
1: me too. I We've love it. we got
0: lime green, tangerine orange, <laughs> uh, split pea soup yellow
1: oh no incredible and somehow rotary phones rotary phones and what is going on okay is the the big tomato with a mustache in this scene we gotta try to look for him again
0: i hope so all right look this is an all points bulletin we must find the (laughs) tomato with a mustache
1: oh Oh, I see the arm!
0: (laughs) I just saw it, too.
1: Amazing. And yeah, just the way that every room is set up so perfectly. The lighting, the posters, um, the wallpaper. It's kind of darker. There's a dark tone to this house. All right, so, and then there are all of these, uh, I don't even know what to call them. Not just lamps, but there are other little potted things. I mean, I guess they're knickknacks, but they're gold. And some of them are in different shapes. I They're all over the house. I don't know what any of these things are. Yeah.
0: It's amazing. So we're we're kind of at a a down moment right here. We have an investigation underway. Um, we're in search of the killer, and there's lots of focus on the phone.
1: Yes, here. the uh, the professional you know is fixing the phone so that he's going to go back and track where it's coming from. And, and it's this what She's a cross. Oh yes. Um, um, this is where it reminds me of halloween because it's it's really all about the house and who's inside the house or who's outside of it at this point yeah oh look Mm. at those old cars oh can you hear penny she's being a little piggy
0: hey penny showed up again the other mascot here at slashes and suits our beloved uh cavalier king charles spaniel I'll post a pic,
1: cause, she, <laughs> cause I, I accidentally just was just an obscene phone call to Penny, calling her a little piggy. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think I think you should post a picture of the mascots. I think that would actually be really cool. I will. Cause we're gonna make so many references to Falcor and Penny over time. So
1: it's true. I think because uh,
0: I think the viewers might connect with them.
1: They tend to just show up and try to get my attention.
0: And they're little darlings.
1: Yeah. Okay, so... Uh... Worrisome moment, our...
0: Heavy stuff going on now. Our
1: Shelly (laughs) lookalike... Is, uh... Saying that she's... You know, she's tired and she's just gonna go up to bed. Separating herself... From Jess. Mm. So, going up alone is, you know, not a good idea. Um but I love, again, the, the contrast between the dark house and the dark wood and the dark lighting, and then this very uh, neon colorful poster with all of the uh, astrological signs on it.
0: Jess is really struggling here. Mm-hmm. She is really struggling. I, I can see the internal conflict she's having right now. Um, her struggle would be complex under any circumstances, but the fact that she's wearing a cross and very prominently displaying it, uh, is creating a very, uh, serious contradiction here.
1: Yes. So,
0: um, I do appreciate that.
1: I do too. And, and just the fact that it's really ramping up her kind of caregiver aspect, um, The final girls usually try to look out for everybody. You know, she's um, almost becoming the den mother at this point, trying to look out for her friends. But also, she's uh, keeping watch. She's just standing by the phone. Oh, God. All right. You want to describe this one?
0: Oh, well, we've got a dead girl and a Uh. doll. Oh, God. It's uh, the doll that scares because... me.
1: Because... <laughs> so, the killer put a this burned doll... Hey, looks like Chucky, by the way.
0: It actually does look like Chucky. It
1: actually does. It has red hair. Anyway, there's a doll now in Claire's lap, and he's just rocking and singing, and it is just ridiculously weird but look at Jess she's not you know freaking out she's just by the phone look at that Mm -hmm. by the fire another huge gold doodad
0: yeah that's a doodad for sure
1: (gasps) oh okay
0: She's having a very hard time too. She she clearly has some sort of uh, Christian upbringing mm-hmm. and uh, wears her faith around her neck. Yet she's uh, pondering abortion. This is this is very interesting stuff here.
1: Oh, I love it. Okay, so um, we hear Crazy Girl, A.K.A. Lois Lane. <laughs> um, she has. Apparently been asleep upstairs um, this whole time, and we hear her gasping for air, kind of screaming. Fake out. Just runs up Fake and out. gives her the her um, inhaler because she has asthma.
0: Which is a, an interesting little tidbit that they threw in here—the yeah. asthma
1: and. She's saying she had a nightmare that there was a stranger coming into the room. And a few seconds ago, we saw that a stranger actually did come into the room. So, amazing that Jess seems to get away from the killer. I want to point that out. There have been a few encounters already Well, uh, where she could have been. Uh, a victim of him and yeah he doesn't go after her why do you think i don't know i just find it interesting
0: i think we should look more into that see i already love this because now we have to watch it like three more times
1: oh yeah at least um <laughs> and then the scariest part to me the children in the corn out here right and I mean, they're just kids singing Christmas carols.
0: But look at them.
1: They look miserable. Come on, this
0: is the scariest part of the whole movie. I think it is
1: too. This, this is the scariest part
0: of the film. We have these kids doing these Christmas carols and they're just so austere and forced.
1: It, they just freak me out. Um, yeah,
0: very good job in, in, in portraying that because that's a thing.
1: But Jess answers the door to, to listen to them. And while she's doing that, uh, our POV goes back upstairs to Lois Lane. And, oh, we didn't mention, in her room are these really pretty glass figurines.
0: Right, one of which is a unicorn with an extra long horn. Yes. Um, which is, is featured prominently in a camera shot. And, you know, horror movies and slashers in particular like to dwell on various tools or household items that are going to be used as weapons.
1: Yes, the foreshadow. All right, right here. It almost does look like Peter right here. But he's saying, this is the creepy, Agnes, it's me, Billy. Who's Agnes and who's Billy? (laughs) Oh, and he's got the, oh, he's got the unicorn. Okay, is that Peter? No. Look at the sweater. I'm so confused now. I almost said Billy.
0: What happened?
1: I don't know what happened.
0: All right, where are you? I'm at 106.
1: Okay, hold on. I paused it.
0: We need to go back, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's go back to... Figurines. Because that's my favorite part.
0: Yeah, we need to continue that, what we were saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's go to 10... Hold on. Let's go to 10.
0: Let's go to one
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm at one oh, oh it's definitely one oh
0: four.
1: Yeah, yeah, one oh four. Yeah. Are you there?
0: there. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Amazing. Alright, I'm at 104 oh and five seconds. I I have caller, I have uh who else we got here?
1: Crazy girl. Wait, what? Yeah. At 104?
0: Oh, wait, no. I'm at, I'm at the, um, the carolers.
1: At 104.00?
0: I'm at 104.03. Oh, see. We can do carolers again, if you want.
1: Okay, wait, here we go. Okay.
0: Yeah, let's Three. just do carolers again. Because we're going to say the same thing.
1: Yeah. Two, one, play. Okay, so here's where my confusion is though because this to me looks like peter really look at the sweater and the hair
0: oh i see
1: and right now oh god we have that foreshadow coming back we've got the unicorn being used as a weapon on lois lane Boom. did you see yeah
0: we just got the closest shot we've ever seen of the killer by the way
1: yeah is that Peter now I'm confused it's not Peter but it looks like Peter
0: it looks a lot like Peter.
1: green sweater excuse me I know okay so this shot I actually think is incredible it's um it cuts back and forth between the kill and the carolers but the, look at her hand. It's a beautiful shot of her hand going like a slow-mo by the glass figurines. <laughs> it was a great shot.
0: <laughs> it was perfect.
1: Because it's not gory. It's just, um, it's intense.
0: And it's symbolic.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Back to the carolers
1: oh right and so the carolers are taken away because of the fear about that little girl Janice and who might be out there alright so crazy girl's gone that is kill number
0: three yeah we're at kill number three we don't even have a body count for this film
1: and uh oh another phone call Agnes. (laughs) Billy. Oh, it's... No, Billy!
0: Wait, where's this guy? Look at the guy who's searching through some sort of archives.
1: I know, I love it. So he's tracking where the the call is coming from. That is
0: incredible. So 1974 call tracing technology right here.
1: Heck yes.
0: Look how cool that is.
1: And his plaid shirt. Oh, good. Look, God. he found it.
0: Look, he he had to physically walk about forty-five feet in a large building to track a phone call. Yes. And he's got some sideburns.
1: Okay. Yes, he does. <laughs> now, the killer is quoting some of the serious conversation she had with Peter in a, a deranged voice. And he's upstairs. POV.
0: More POV shots. We love those around here.
1: He's right upstairs.
0: Okay, so now we're in our final sequence. The killer is in the house, okay?
1: Oh my goodness. Just
0: like uh, when a stranger calls. Nice. And, and and both of these movies, by the way, for the record, harken back to an urban legend. This is very important because this concept began in an early 1900s urban legend when the telephone was a new thing.
1: Mm-hmm. When
0: the telephone was first able to be traced, Ooh. the urban legend began where someone is receiving menacing phone calls right and uh, of course it's usually a woman who's receiving them and she calls the police and they tell her you need to get out of the house right now these calls are coming from inside the house nice so this was perfect for the cinema and it's played out very well here
1: okay but what is going on all of a sudden we (laughs) cut we cut to the police station and one of the cops uh, it was in his boxers.
0: Now we're we're in complete randomness.
1: Um, what's going on? <laughs> They're making so, fun of him.
0: <laughs> comic relief, right? Um, apparently, horror movies have always wanted to make us laugh. It's always been a thing. I love it. And that's part of what charmed us so much, actually, is oh, is yeah. that we're watching these movies and uh, you go into a horror movie thinking that you're going to scream or be scared or it's going to be gross or something. But actually, what you end up doing is laughing and and learning. So, oh, I love it. There's like so much here that we've been able to talk about and so much that we've been able to laugh at. I am so glad that we're watching this
1: uh i'm so glad we (laughs) picked black christmas instead of to all a good night
0: me too (laughs) i love it and i'm and i'm and i'm really glad we didn't choose silent night deadly night
1: yeah that that's gonna be when it's my turn again
0: that'll be two (laughs) christmases
1: from now nice oh my goodness okay another call is from peter so here's another thing the only two callers have been peter or the killer right and he's also really distressed on the phone so he this is what i i want to know because they're also tracing this call from peter and uh-huh. he and the killer are both saying the same thing about the baby. So is the killer just trying to get it under her I skin? I think the,
0: the killer is uh, e- extremely manipulative mm-hmm. and has spent so much time in the house. Uh, remember the first shot where he's in the closet? I, I think that that was supposed to tell us that he's, like, always there. You know what I mean? And, and so he's kind of always listening to people's yes. conversations. So I think that the killer has enough information to portray himself as a friend.
1: Yes, but I don't know. I want to know where that call is coming from too. It's one of those loose ends that we're kind of, you know, red herring alert with Peter, I think. Yeah. And now Jess has to explain to the li- to Saxon uh, what is going on in her personal life. <laughs> Awkward.
0: John Saxon's really strong here. I just uh, want to say that he's he's one of my actors that I really appreciate.
1: Oh my goodness. Oh, Peter's an artist. I love it. See, he's thinking, Saxon is thinking that it's Peter as well.
0: Oh yeah, he is.
1: So I think we're a little bit supposed to lean towards, could it be Peter?
0: Well, we're we're absolutely being swayed that way right now.
1: Ooh, look, killers in the background, in the shadows.
0: Saxon is such a, a good cop, though. I got to give it up for him. Shout out to him.
1: He's great.
0: Shout out to the good cops. So, here we go. Okay the killer just walked by her right behind her right behind her and didn't do anything for the record
1: that's what i'm saying so what is going on with see that's what i think too there's some kind of connection here that we're not super aware of um there's some kind of intrigue about her maybe but he doesn't go after her specifically. And I think that might start a kind of, you know, push-pull dynamic. Final mm-hmm. and Killer that shows up uh, later. Oh. Okay. What is happening?
0: Wow. Okay, cut back to the house. Um, We're going to have some comic relief.
1: Who are these guys?
0: Some completely random people are showing up the door.
1: And we still have our (laughs) Shelly, who came down in her amazing pajamas. With ruffles all over.
0: (laughs) Those are pretty stylish.
1: Oh my goodness. So apparently it's guys from the search party. And they're also buffoons. Oh, they're Canadians. Of course. (laughs) Look for the killer. Oh, his hat. His hat.
0: Wait. (gasps) Look at both hats. The one on the right, though, do you it's, see the um the black and white checkerboard or black, the chessboard hat?
1: Yes, black and white. Uh, beanie, cap. I don't even know what
0: kind it's a, of. It's a hybrid. It's yeah. a hybrid. Uh,
1: I I don't know what that even. It's like a large yarmulke. Oh my god!
0: It's <laughs> it's one fifth yarmulke. It really one is. One fifth beanie. One fifth baseball cap. One fifth shower cap.
1: Yes, that's what it is.
0: And one-fifth WTF. (laughs) We love this.
1: With black and white checkers. Perfect. So that was a cute, yeah, little cutaway comic relief because now the girls have a moment of relief where they just get to have some fun and laugh at these buffoons. Um, But a little scared because... uh Uh-oh. Now our... Shelly girl is gonna be all alone so yeah the killer is definitely opening up that attic door to come down i think
0: this is great we're entering our final sequence and take a look at this wreath okay i'm in the spirit i'm in the holiday spirit and there are spirits on the wreath i see whiskey i see vodka i see gin
1: and that is why I have one of those little spirit bottles for Perfect. this movie. Perfect. The little Jameson.
0: So I'm I'm actually making a wreath right now out of pine needles.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: It's, I think it's going to turn out pretty well.
1: With some spirits.
0: Do you know what I'm going to name my wreath? What? Aretha Franklin.
1: Of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I can't. I need. I'm so late, but I need to get one, and I want to put the little spirits on them. Yeah, you're it's late. so cute.
0: But you're late for a very important date. Is the thing? It's
1: true. Uh. Oh, I like the way the door closed on Phil, which is our Shelly girl, with the amazing pajamas, because <laughs> <laughs> um, all of a sudden she enters the room alone, and then the door slams shut, but it wasn't her pushing the door so now we have another phone call very very worried oh no it's a big piggy (laughs)
0: look it's amping up too that's great
1: i don't know why i like the voice saying piggy
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's perfect
1: it's just being so random I, on the phone. I think
0: we, we, both, we both love that because it's so comical.
1: Well, but the voice is really creepy, but I, what I love is just the sounds in this mm-hmm. movie are mm-hmm. amazing.
0: Hey, some more vaudeville stuff here, some more Americana. Um, there was a, a little mini poster by the phone of some 1920s strippers. Oh yeah, nineteen twenties strippers,
1: and that shows up again in Friday the Thirteenth Part Four in the yes,
0: it does
1: in the uh, movie that they are watching. You know, inside the movie,
0: you just have to love how this uh, Black Christmas influenced literally everything after it.
1: <gasps>
0: and and how about this sequence where oh we're literally seeing how telephones worked?
1: This is amazing. This huge. Patch Bay? I don't even know what you call it, but it's amazing. And this patch is, bay. yeah, this is when. <laughs> I don't know what it's called.
0: No, that's what it's called now.
1: A big patch yeah. bay. <laughs>
0: Forever,
1: yes. yes. Oh, God, I know. <laughs> this is when they find out where the call is coming from because Jess was able to keep him on the phone. And so we get amazing, you know, crazy voices. Mm hmm. Billy! Where's Billy?
0: Look at this guy, and, and and it's manned by one person running around this huge oh building, my, my trying to to keep track of all these phone calls.
1: Oh no, Billy. this is
0: this is from the days when there was an operator.
1: Yeah, heck yeah.
0: Remember the operator who used to exist when you dialed zero. Yeah. Operator.
1: Oh man, I miss that.
0: And then you say, operator, get me yards, 1134. Nice. Okay,
1: important moment that we find out. The calls are coming from inside the house.
0: Look at this. Look at this moment. And John Saxon is the one who realizes it, too. He's like, oh, shit. The calls are coming from inside the house. You need to get out of there. Um... One 100% brilliant actualization of one of the most classic 20th century urban legends.
1: Oh, I love it! So get out, get out. Well, he's trying to to call the cop that was supposed to be watching the house, and he has somehow died. Yeah. So that's interesting. So the killer is leaving and coming back. So we know that.
0: And and what's the body count? Is that four?
1: That is one, two, three, four. That might be five, because we've got okay. Claire, Mrs. Mac, Crazy Girl, and Shelly. Pajamas. <laughs> oh, my God. That's
0: right. Pajamas?
1: <laughs> yeah. So.
0: Wait. Wait. Is she AKA pajamas?
1: Yeah. Now she's pajamas.
0: Oh, wow. All right
1: okay so the cop the silly cop is trying to relay the information that just get out of the house he's not supposed to tell her that the calls are coming from inside um he does not do this very well
0: no he bumbles this entire thing um so he's he's kind of like a prototype for the for what we call Deputy Duda. Yes. In fact, he's the original Deputy Duda.
1: Nice. Oh, see, and he just he tells her
0: Look at that line though. Look at that line. That's never gonna get old. He says, Jess, the collar is in the house. Oh, it's that so will good. never get old.
1: And then she looks at the stairs. It's such a cool moment. Okay. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Chills
0: down my spine, okay? Now,
1: this is... And she officially is now our final girl. Officially.
0: Oh, she is.
1: She's the last one. And her collar is popping.
0: It is so... Like, the the volume of that collar.
1: (laughs) Yes. So, she's calling for her friends... They are not answering. Boom! I'm gonna call it right now. Scream Queen! Listen to that. I love it. I'm calling it. Do you hear her screams right now for her friends? She's pretty good. Oh, she's so good. Alright, so final girl in action. This is the moment for me. She could have left. She could have opened the door and walked out. However, she chooses... Instead, to go to the fireplace and arm herself with a poker.
0: A poker. Which and, would make an appearance in many, oh, many slow movies. So
1: many. In FTT3, which we Including,
0: just Including, yes, the one we just watched.
1: Okay, but I love this. She decides to go up the stairs and, and search. And this is why I think she is so... Billy.
0: Yeah, she is.
1: I mean, this is Ginny with a chainsaw.
0: Ginny with a chainsaw.
1: I mean, look at this. She plays it so perfectly. You know, she's she's very. Um, you can tell she's terrified, but I mean, she's still going forward to confront this maniac.
0: She's ready for battle.
1: I just think she plays it so well. Ooh, the wreath with all of our spirits.
0: And except one of them looks like Bragg's apple cider vinegar.
1: Amazing. (laughs) Look at that.
0: Ooh, grizzly discovery.
1: But the door wouldn't open, so she kicks it down
0: and finds her
1: friends. Oh God! Listen.
0: Hey, there's the killer right there.
1: Yeah. Behind she, the door. And look what she does. Okay. One of my favorite things. She looks the killer in the eye, mm-hmm. and then slams him against the wall. Ooh! More screams! More screams! Because now he's coming after her.
0: He almost got her just now, too.
1: Yeah, he, almost. She ran away. But the, here's what I think is their s- little connection. He's calling her Agnes. Why? I don't know, but those were the voices, Agnes and Billy, on the phone. And he's calling her Agnes, saying, Don't you tell what we did, Agnes. It's me, Billy.
0: Ooh, hoo, 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 hoo.
1: And... Ooh, hoo,
0: hoo. that's... Th- that's completely insane.
1: Yeah, and I, I just... I love it. So, it's, he's
0: he's he's referencing the future abortion.
1: It's, That's what I, he's doing.
0: He's saying, don't tell what we did.
1: I just don't even know what is happening. But I love that. And also, right here, again, Black Christmas with the sounds. She's hiding somewhere. She locks the door and he's trying to get in. And instead of having... You know, him come through the door or anything. You just hear him wailing outside of the door in this. Like, I don't even know what to call his screams. They're so twisted. And it just lingers on the sounds forever. And it's. This is.
0: It's one of the more demented killers but ever.
1: It's. The sounds that he makes are amazing. Yeah. Like, they just got it. Perfect.
0: And also, uh, here we go now. We're back in the city, and this is 1974, so every vehicle is pretty great. They all have that nice, long, square body.
1: Oh, yeah. Just
0: gotta point that out. You know, I, nice. I love all the cars in this movie.
1: I do, too. <sighs> oh, my goodness. All right, so she's in the basement, I think.
0: Yes, back she's... to the house. Got She's got the poker still.
1: Got the poker.
0: The cops um, are on their way. For but the
1: there's someone at the window. Oh, just the shadow at the window. And she's hiding. <gasps> See, this is what I'm talking about.
0: It's really tense. I'm, I'm edge of my seat right now.
1: <laughs> and look at the I'm way she plays this.
0: My seat is on the edge of me.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't even know what to do.
0: And and how about this, uh, is she in the basement, would you say? Yeah. yeah, Okay, so that's got a distinct look to it.
1: Yes, it does. Someone at the window, very uh, influential, I'd say.
0: Yes, uh, you might even call it an innuendo. window.
1: Ooh. Uh.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: But it's Peter fake out or is it dun dun dun
0: this is perfect
1: so what i love is that it's peter coming to rescue her but because of everything that's happened yeah Yeah. because of everything that's happened though she's scared so she backs away Mm -hmm. into the shadows And then all we see is Peter breaking through the window and crawling in to find her. And then I don't think we know what happens after that.
0: This is where it actually becomes somewhat confusing.
1: Because this is the red herring and I think that everything leading up to this moment has also convinced Jess that it could be Peter but i don't think it's peter
0: i don't think it's peter my instinct just tells me that
1: but it it was perfect setup don't you think
0: yeah it couldn't be better
1: oh he sees her with a poker and the only thing that we see before it cuts away is Peter walking up to her and calling her name and then it cuts to the police. Oh! That is so good. Oh and then her screaming and then we hear some screams oh you can't tell me she's not a scream queen she's pretty good she's not your scream queen
0: no way but she's good
1: she hate it <laughs> <laughs> I love it all right so Saxon is the man he will oh and we don't oh so when he finds them Peter, and Jess. Oh, it's so tense. He looks great as in this role. He's like a bogey. Oh, he's
0: perfect.
1: Okay, so we see... Oh, we see Peter... So what
0: exactly happened here is my question.
1: We see Peter dead, and he's... He and Jess are just... Have fallen down and we think she's dead too, but she opens her eyes. So I think she killed Peter with the poker.
0: Yeah, she did.
1: But what it's a, a what really an amazing, bad decision. Well, she doesn't know.
0: Yeah. Everyone
1: thinks it's him. I mean, all signs pointed to Peter. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, but. But I think it's interesting, though, like the the way that she woke up was um, epic. Because it's like, you know, what's happening? What have I done? What is this night? Who are you? Yeah. And then it cuts to her in bed sleeping. And all the cops are talking about what's happened. They're talking about Peter. They're talking about her. But the question, will she be charged? But they don't finish the sentence.
0: Wow. And we're back in the psychedelic bedroom with some sort of Alice in Wonderland stuff on the wall.
1: Oh, it's true. It's totally the Queen of Hearts.
0: Yeah. We got the Queen of Hearts in the background.
1: Oh, my goodness. Or it's something in the huge red clock next to some green wallpaper. I don't know what is happening. Um, See, look. Is she being charged but they don't finish the sentence
0: the most disturbing thing about this movie is that the killer is still there
1: I, I, because i don't think it was peter
0: it was absolutely not peter
1: so now we have um claire's dad has passed out due to stress uh-huh. he has been with the search party this entire time And I'm pretty sure... Actually, no! They never found Claire!
0: No, they did not... Oh my god,
1: Claire is still upstairs.
0: Yeah, and it's been several days.
1: Okay, so here's the thing. All of the cops are leaving. Uh So, Jess is just in bed in the house. And the killer's still there. And the killer and Claire in the rocking chair are just upstairs.
0: There's no closure.
1: There's no closure because we start to pan slowly through the house. And then let's see, do we hear anything yet? I love Look at this slow pan, just kind of letting you take in everything that's just happened, showing the different bedrooms. Ooh, with like cool little sound effects ominous
0: they got the keyboard going strong
1: that's what it was the keyboard (laughs) it's so good the keys the keys
0: oh the keys keys.
1: okay we've got our tomato with a mustache
0: tomato with a
1: mustache and big sunglasses
0: and they lingered on it
1: they did linger see they have a sense of humor Oh God! Hear it, and then all of a sudden we hear laughter out of nowhere, and that it's so creepy.
0: Yeah, and guess who that is? That is the killer.
1: God, it's the killer, and he's still, and here. He's still
0: in the it's house. Pathetic. He's still in the house. So what's
1: gonna happen now? Exactly. I don't think he'll he'll go after her. It's some weird thing.
0: I know it really is.
1: All of a sudden she's Agnes. <gasps> don't tell what we but did. But who is
0: Agnes though?
1: Billy, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was really good.
1: Oh God! I
0: and want you to do that when we when we do uh, Slashers and Suits live in St. Louis.
1: Perfect. Yes, you know I will. Um, mm. So we just hear this nursery rhyme again. Mrs. Mac is still up there. Uh, It's me, Billy.
0: Look, she's still hanging on the hook.
1: Okay, but Claire is just in the rocking chair at the window. And all we hear is Billy. Look at this. And then all of a sudden, we're panning out to show the house. But look at Claire in the candlelight. Come on. It's flickering upstairs.
0: It's strangely beautiful.
1: It re- it's, I know, that's what I'm saying.
0: It's, it's like eerily gorgeous, this whole scene. The way that they did this is brilliant. I love it. Um, we've tracked out even further. We've got the house in the distance now. We've got Christmas lights on Christmas trees.
1: We've got a cop who's probably just, you know, gonna be there at his post but the phone starts to ring inside and credits
0: credits roll and we're done credits
1: roll as the phone keeps ringing.
0: so there is no closure whatsoever the killer is not only still alive he's still perfectly well and he's and he's in the house
1: and he's and he's calling (laughs) And
0: he's, and he's going to kill again. Because he's, look, there was no sequel. You know, this Black Christmas is a one trick pony. There was no sequel to this. So the suggestion here is that the killer is going to run amok.
1: Well, he's calling and, and again.
0: he runs.
1: By the way, I love this kind of end credits where the scene keeps going behind the credits.
0: Yeah, they all should have done this.
1: I love this. Um, Because you just see the cop kind of, you know, pacing around the door, and you hear the phone call, and, but the cinematography, like, it's, I don't think that's talked about enough. Like, you were just saying with the, the light on Claire, I have that same appreciation for the unicorn scene, the glass figurine
0: scene, Right.
1: I think is gorgeously done. So, Agnes and Billy. Billy!
0: And it's over. (laughs) And it's over. And the killer is still out there. This is incredible. So, that was Black Christmas. That was Black
1: Christmas. I don't know what to do. I I love it so much. I'm so glad that we got through it without... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Without like being so completely mesmerized for five hours afterwards, like last yeah. time, because I went into yeah a Black Christmas spiral and oh, could, so did I could do nothing else for like a solid hour after the movie.
0: Yeah, I had that Black Christmas fever,
1: and you didn't even want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know. I suggested to all a good night of all things. Um, I love it. A 1980s uh, Christmas slasher that we'll get to next year because um, we're going to continue the holiday theme, which is which is going to be really fun.
1: We are um, New Year's Eve coming up, My Bloody Valentine, April Fool's Day. Those are peppered in though. We're gonna we're gonna stay in Canada for our regular. Uh, episodes. So, I mean, what an amazing introduction to Canada, by the way.
0: So, we should probably skip Leprechaun, because Leprechaun is the St. Patrick's Day slasher movie. But, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know if we're ready for all that. (laughs) I
1: don't know. I don't know about about that. I don't know if we're ready for
0: Leprechaun here. That's going to be like when we get into uh, Child's Play.
1: Okay, and I'm actually like really that. excited for Child's Play because... And,
0: and of course, um, what I would personally consider the best one of, of those is uh, Puppet Master.
1: <gasps> oh, Puppet I Master love. is incredible. Incredible. I love Puppet Master.
0: So we're going to get into to a lot. Um, we're going to keep the holiday theme, but our core focus is... Is to to document the progression of this amazing genre, and now that we have officially seen our first Canadian film here at the podcast, uh, buckle your seatbelts because we're going to stay in Canada for quite a while now. We've got about fifteen movies from Canada to cover. So,
1: and this is the vibe. I mean, I I feel like the excitement <laughs> only increases over. Canadian movies
0: um I am I am so looking forward to it I'm like about to burst
1: I know me too because the way that we were watching Black Christmas before recording Black uh-huh. Christmas was so funny
0: oh yeah we we were like on uh <laughs> Space Mountain at Disneyland yes. or something. Yeah. and there was nothing we we couldn't even talk right yeah like, uh, <laughs> so we were just sitting here plastered to the cosmos like yeah. uh Wow, we just watched one of the the best horror films of all time. Oh so, my
1: goodness!
0: Um, and 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 what a uh, what a portent too. I mean, it, it's yes. going to be very very good here. Things to come at the pod. Uh, we're going to be watching some of the greatest slasher movies of all time, and they're all going to have a fun little theme revolving yes. around either a significant holiday or yes. some sort of um transformative life experience
1: exactly and always be ready so let's see episode two ftt2 grab your sweater um because we're going full on Ginny with a chainsaw Um, yeah
0: you're gonna want to have a sweater for the the ftt2 episode
1: ftt3 you're gonna want to have your 3d glasses and a snack and a snack if no if no glasses (laughs) at least a snack um, yeah. for FTT four is episode zero, and then Black Christmas. Grab your spirits, your little bottles of spirits, and a um, wreath, and a wreath, uh, a Santa hat, whatever, whatever you have, um, for the holiday cheer that is Black Christmas. Ho ho ho! And yeah, that's okay. So rating.
0: Well, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Uh, this movie jingled my bells. Yay! Okay. It decked my halls.
1: Oh my goodness. If you
0: will. And by golly, uh, I am faithful to this movie. Okay. Ooh. So I have absolutely no complaints about it.
1: Oh my.
0: Pum, 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 pum. Okay. We're doing a <laughs> 9.5. A 9.5. 9.5. 9,
1: solid. 9,
0: 9.5. Solid. I don't even need. There, there's no caveats here this, this movie is is one of my favorites I have absolutely zero complaints It is the epitome of a proto-slasher film It yes. inspired uh, not only my favorite film of any genre Halloween of all time But uh, it, it inspired this great avalanche of movies that we call the slasher So
1: 9.5 9.5 You know what? Ooh, I'm, I'm so tempted to give it a ten. Ooh, 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 ooh. Honestly, that's really bold. You know what? I think that it, is
0: really bold because are you, you know do I
1: don't know, I don't know because I have one movie that's a ten.
0: But the thing is, though, are we allowed to give multiple tens? I don't know. I don't know if we should be.
1: I don't know if we should. I have one, and it's, and it's, it's the surprise. I have you have yeah. one that's that's definitely going to to be agreed with i have my my 10 out of 10 that's probably going to be laughed at
0: well i i know (laughs) it is and i'm going to be having a lot of fun with it uh either 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 we can say you know what we can do we can say we can give multiple tens and then we can use 11 we can invoke the power of 11 if you want, we can do that. We can give one eleven, but there has to be one number that we only give one.
1: It goes to eleven. So okay, if you know we what? Can do oh. eleven,
0: then then I'm on board with that. But otherwise, we we've got to keep our tens. No, nope.
1: I'll keep. Uh, I'm gonna keep my ten. The one, the one that it is, because that's and I'm really that's, my I'm that's my I'm movie. That's my movie. Good. You know what? Because uh, otherwise
0: we'd go to seventeen.
1: I know. <laughs> no, I'll I'll keep it there, which we won't even get to for a long time. But yeah. if that weren't the case, this would be this a ten. This would
0: be a ten. So I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that as well. Um, if if I hadn't given my ten away, yeah, then this would have my ten.
1: Absolutely. So I'm going to go nine point five as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's there's no complaints here
1: um i think it's a masterpiece i did everything right i was hooked i there was comedy um just the vibe was there i was so just yeah edge of my seat the suspense was incredible amazing amazing final girl the supporting cast they were all fun um, and,
0: and by the way, uh, this is the first time that we've seen the tropes developed since Psycho. They they originated yes. in Psycho. Uh, there's a final girl, she's got the final girl shirt, the POV, uh, the characters all misbehaving. A- everything sort of started there, but then there was a
1: huge,
0: about a 15 year gap right. where no movies did the quote-unquote, psycho thing, if you will. Right. And then here comes Black Christmas, and it actually did the psycho thing. It was the first movie, other than Peeping Tom, 1961, which came out six months after Psycho, which we'll cover here on the pod.
1: Uh, yes, we um,
0: But Black Christmas revived the psycho thing. This this happened before the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This happened before Halloween, and uh, here we go. But we that's
1: what I'm we're saying. We're on a mission. But what's happening? Because it it revived all of these themes, and with pizzazz. By the way, I'm gonna go ahead and say that this has pizzazz. Um, but but yeah. to me, Black Christmas has like it's the the proto the prototypes, but done perfectly. The final girl is is incredible. Um, she's developed. She's complex. She is strong. But she, you know she still has that vulnerability because there's something terrifying happening in her house. Um, I think, for me, A-plus on the deranged killer. His his oh, yeah. voice is one of the scariest things to me. Oh, it really is. In movie history, there's just something about it that I love so much. Billy!
0: Yeah. Now, <laughs> look, if you're gonna... Now, if you really... Twist my arm here, and um, I felt something on my arm a couple minutes ago. I was wondering if that was you. Ooh, I poked. So, poked, yeah. I I will go ahead and say that uh, if I were since I've already given my rating here, and my rating is set in stone. Yes. If If I'm gonna find something that I would change, since that's <gasps> just really fun here. Ooh. Um, strictly for fun. Now, eventually these killers would become exponentially more charismatic. Oh, for sure. And iconic. And they would have a look, and they would have body language, and they would have an identity, right. and they would be super-duper epic. So it did not do all
1: that. No, it didn't at There's all. No. no. So nothing.
0: it's, uh, it, it, you know, this, it, it's not like Black Christmas here was embedded into popular culture. No, no, no. Nobody no. cared. Nobody cared about this movie, which is bizarre
1: out. to me because it's so good. It's... It is
0: incredible,
1: God. but it was
0: a sleeper. It was a total sleeper. In fact, people only care about this movie after the internet age, when when people like us started studying the slasher evolution
1: and the influence. That's, you know,
0: that, that's, that's the only time where it got its proper dues. But it's a it's a classic horror film, 1974. It did absolutely everything right. No, it's not like a a, a party the whole time. And no, no, it's not, you know, a a 1980s cultural phenomenon. It's not self-referential. It doesn't think it's a a thing, you know. But uh, if this movie had not come out, then perhaps we would not have Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, perhaps we wouldn't have any of that.
1: I honestly think so. I think that what they did and how they did it. The hockey mask guy. Um that strange Michael Myers photo in the background or poster. Um you know, the fact that uh the crazy girl was having nightmares. Like there's just there's so much in this movie. And I what I like about it though, so because it doesn't have any of the icon element. Yeah. What it does have, though, is the uh, the lingering effect of sound. Because it's all behind behind the scenes. It's it's everything you don't see, but it's everything that you hear.
0: And so yeah, they started doing things with a keyboard. Yes um which is which is really really great stuff because of course that's another thing that started in psycho uh during the shower scene the the stabbing the the legendary uh jarring keyboard sounds yeah and the violins too so yeah uh so so psycho is known for for two things musically that's a keyboard and a violin nice um and and these would continue for the next 50 years uh, Manfredini, we, we've given a oh. lot of props to in the past few episodes. Friday the 13th, the epitome of keyboard plus violin.
1: I love so. it so much. Uh, and it's a huge nod to Psycho as well with Claire in the rocking chair up in the attic. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. She's, she's basically in the same position as the mother, Miss yes. uh, Bates. And we've, we've got ourselves a thing here. Uh, they didn't know it at the time, but we certainly know it now. Because Black Christmas is yeah, a thing.
1: It's, it is an amazing thing. And I think Agnes and Billy, I think that's some sort of dynamic like in Psycho. But the way that the lines are delivered, the crazy laughter and screaming, to me, that makes it work.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, once again, the sounds of yes. this movie... This this movie conveys so much simply through sound.
1: So, I I definitely would say that as far as POV, but then of course something like a, a Leatherface or a Michael Myers, when you have when you can see who it is, and especially with a mask, that does elevate it to a certain status.
0: Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. So it's it's very clear to see that this this movie furthered the template. Yes. Um, Psycho is not modern. That is the biggest difference here. Yes. This movie is modern. So we go from 1960 to 74. That is a hell of a big jump.
1: Uh, Yeah, the conversations that Peter and Jess are having and the fact that Jess gets to be a final girl with everything that's going on in her life is one of my favorite parts of the movie.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, we we leapt from the classic hollywood era to the modern era and we we've uh, we've gone another generation here the types of people that are portrayed here are completely different oh, they're sure. living in a different era with different sociology different psychology and a different sense of identity and this was the first time this was the first time that a horror movie did all of these things yes. with yes. with modern young people, and oh. and these types of modern young people, you know, nineteen seventies, early nineteen eighties, uh, would would really fuel this genre for years and years to come. So bravo! That's so good.
1: It's so nine point five.
0: Nine point five. My stocking is is hanging. Yes. Okay. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna have some cocoa in my Santa mug because of this.
0: I'm I'm gonna leave some cookies out.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. It just, I mean, just wow. It's, Look,
0: this movie. Oof. Not only did it kill, but it slayed. Oh my. Okay. It's slayed. <laughs> all the way, folks. All the way.
1: Have a merry, merry Black Christmas
0: yes happy holidays um we love you and keep your suit on